Shiva Asante 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 Wewe Mungu wangu Hakuna Mungu kama wewe Hakuna Mungu kama wewe Hakuna Mungu kama wewe Lord, I come, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart. You're the one that guides my feet. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour. is small where grace is found is where you are and where you are Lord I am free holiness is Christ in me Lord where you are where you are Christ in me. 
Lord, I need you. All I need you. Every hour I need you. My one defense, my righteousness. Oh God, how I need you. So teach my soul to you. When temptations comes my way, when I cannot stand up for Lord you, Jesus, you're my hope and stay. They cannot stand out fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and still. Lord, I need you. All I need you. Every hour I need you. My one difference, my righteousness, oh God, how I need you. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, truly we need you. And Lord, like the writer put it, abide with me, swift falls the even tide. The darkness deepens, Lord, with me. With me. We pray, Father. That you walk with us, Lord. And that you help us to walk with you. Like Enoch of old walked with you until he was not. For you took him. Even I remember those brethren who were going to a mouse. Even before they realized that you are the one. But they felt a, a special presence of a special person. And they didn't want you out of their company. So they emphasized, stay with us. And Lord, you'd not refuse. And as you stayed with them, Lord, when it came to the time of breaking bread and breaking the fish, their eyes open. They recognize that you're the one. Because they saw the way you broke the bread. 
and they remembered how you broke it at the last supper because you are the same yesterday done forever you never change therefore we also pray Lord that you abide with us and do something Lord that will remind us of our experience with you. That will remind us our first love with you. We need you, Father. Grant your grace to us. Even this morning, Lord, break the bread of life to us. Touch us, Lord. Feast the homes where your children are following the service. Let the gap between where they are and this pulpit be narrowed. By your presence. Grandfather, bless the team that I'm here with. The singers, the musicians, the technicians, the translators. Bless them, Lord, in a special way. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, I greet you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we are most privileged to be in the house of the Lord this morning. And to share fellowship with you. Uh, we know that you are following us. You're following with us. Yeah, we know that you are ready in your sitting room or wherever you are. Some even prefer to go to the bushes. And others sit in their cars and follow with us the service. Thank you very much. And may the Lord richly bless you. Now, before I start uh, ministering or preaching, uh, there are a few issues I would like to address. Uh, the first one I want to emphasize uh, is observing social distancing. Yeah, uh, observing social distancing rules. Yeah, as believers, we must do that. Yeah, I'm aware believers are uh, Neglecting those rules. By claiming faith. By claiming they are protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. 
which we all believe we are protected. But I want to say that uh, when the devil confronted Jesus, tempting him, he came quoting the word. He told him it is written. He will send his angels to protect you. And that was the word. But Jesus also answered, it is also written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Yeah, in the very Bible, where we are promised protection, the blood of Jesus always keeps and protects us. If we drink daily things, they will not harm us. We shall, we shall pick up serpents and they will not hurt us. We shall step on scorpions. The same Bible uh, uh, gave the children of Israel social distancing rules. God trained the priests how to detect leprosy. Symptoms of leprosy on someone and isolate them. They would not do that because he's a sinner. Because they don't like him. Even if he was the most beloved in the society. But because uh, leprosy moves from one person to another. When the priests detected it in you, you were separated from the community. Isolated. Lest you spread it to others. So that is Bible. The same Bible that we believe. Then the same Bible has told us not to tempt God. God expects us as human beings to do what we can do as human beings. And then he will do what we cannot do. I've always quoted when... Uh, the angel visited Peter in the prison. The angel ordered him, put on your shoes. He did not put, uh, uh, he did not help Peter to put on the shoes. But you know, at that time, Peter had chains on his hands. He could not break them. The angel broke the chains. But Peter could put on the shoes. 
Peter so God no put shoes on Peter. Peter oh, the supernatural angel did not do that. He told him rise on your feet. He told him follow me. There was a closed door. There was a closed gate. Peter could not open that gate. Peter the angel opened it for him. So God will do what we cannot do. But he expects us as children to do what is in our means. Protect yourself where you can protect yourself. But something that is beyond what you can help. That which is beyond your help. God will help you. Uh, God expects you to wash your hands before you eat. You cannot say, no, the blood protects me. You fall sick. God expects you to brush your teeth. If you don't, and say, I'm under the blood. I am under the rock. And the rock is higher than me. Your teeth will decay. With being full of the Holy Ghost. But teeth decaying. And you have to go to a dentist to remove them. You remain in my pengo. Full of the Holy Ghost. But my pengo. Because you not take the health precautions. That God expected you. To do as a human being. COVID-19 is a flu. It's a virus. In the form of a flu. A more aggressive and more power. Stronger uh, virus than flu. Let me ask you. Do we always uh, get infected with flu? Can your child come at home from school with flu and it, it catches the whole family? Has it ever happened in, in your family? Yes. If it happens, then also this flu can catch you. And you can also die. Therefore, uh, be cautious. Actually, let me tell you this, fellow Ugandans. There was a time when we did not to be so cautious. Coronavirus 
reports are given about people who are coming from outside. So what the government needed to do is to, be, to tighten the, 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 the entry government the People who have come from uh, Dubai, people who have come from China, people who have come from where, and then that's where they would catch it. In the community, it was not there. So I, for one, do not see any reason of being so cautious. And then, Later on, it was uh, being reported among people who come, who come in from the neighboring countries, the truck drivers. I want to say, without uh, uh, intending it, but our government was very uh, reckless. By saying they should be checked and then they proceed with their journeys and then they follow them with the results. There is a case of a Kenyan truck driver who was caught in a place in Semuto. And uh, they checked him at the border. As the rule says, they left him. So he came to Semuto. He had come to, 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 to buy tomatoes. Interacted, he interacted with the people we know. In the business of Nyanya. He drank with them. He ate in certain restaurants. And then they came following him. They caught him and all the people he interacted with. They took them. But you know, by that time, when you are doing that, it's already late. These people he has interacted there with, with, they have interacted with others. So I, I, I don't know what's wrong uh, with people today that uh, they are not so vigilant. You first hurt yourself on a stone then you jump. If you are careful enough you would jump before you knock yourself. You hurt yourself. So by what reports are coming in it shows if those reports are true it shows today coronavirus is in the community. I think it's yesterday when the Minister of Health said that it is uh, in 37 districts of Uganda. And uh, I hear a number of uh, doctors also have been affected. Uh, this is not a joke. You see what he's doing in Burundi. Sweeping the very uh, uh, top 
leaders of the country. Engeri jali mukwera abakulembeza abakungwa abomugwanga. If the wife of the president is admitted in Arkan Hospital Kenya Nairobi. Bwechibanga omuchala omukulembeza ali kuchitana mudwalire Kenya. And then the husband also dies. Though they are seeing heart, uh, heart problem. But your wife uh, being sick, ailing with coronavirus. And it's reported on your mother. And he also daughter. The possibility that he died of the same is very high. So, if things can reach that way. So, it's not a joke. Therefore, I hear believers. They go to meet on mountains, praying. Which is a good thing. But after that, they embrace one another. They handshake. Brethren. Brethren. I want to say, don't take me wrong. Handshaking should be stopped for a moment. And embracing. So when you come to greet me and I don't, I don't give you my hand, don't take me wrong. Don't think I've fallen short of brotherly love. Or any other believer. When he greets you from a distance, don't take him wrong. It is agreeing with the word. Yes. Amina. And even uh, we, we, should, we ought to obey even the rules of the government. When they put a speed limit, you don't violate it by saying, for me, I'm traveling with angels. Brother Branham said, over speeding is premeditated murder. So when Brother Branham, when, I mean when the president said, if you're found uh, recklessly interacting people in a way that is vulnerable for their lives, you'll be charged with attempted murder. I think that agrees with uh, what the prophet said, premeditated murder by overspeeding. So let us not be uh, 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 so much defiant to the rules of uh, the leaders who are doing it in the name of, uh, of protecting our lives. Because they are not doing it out of a bad heart. So, uh, I emphasize observe those rules. Yeah. Uh, 
is in the same aspect of sleeping under mosquito net. Echo chikwatagana nensonge no yenyini ekwatagana kukweba kawansi wa katimba kensiri. It's very common people are suffering from malaria out of mosquitoes. Abantu abebaka ennyonga tebali mu butimba bwansiri balwala nnyo musujja gwensiri. Yes. Mm. So why do you recklessly sleep without a mosquito net is something that is so cheap that would protect you kati gwerwachi oleke chintu echi yangwe nye chisobolo kukuma no weba kanga totadde kati even the president the government some time back they distributed mosquito nets to to everyone for free naba kulembeze begwange mabega ko bagabira kumpi buli sechi nomuye nakati bakisi god is protecting me gwenogamba nze katonda nkuma not that kind of blind uh, faith that is not even faith it is recklessness yes and then you want to attribute it to faith i don't remember the last time i suffered from uh, malaria but uh, i used to until I started sleeping on a mosquito net. I don't say that from that time mosquitoes have not uh, feasted on me. Sometimes it can, can escape and enter that net. But when it happens and uh, against your uh, you, you, you are your efforts then you can claim divine protection but not where you are just reckless mm. amina things are real life is the way you you treat it Yes. It is the way you approach life. That is, a, that is how it will be. You cannot say I will not work. God will provide to me. Provision does not come from how much or prosperity does not come from work, how much you, you labor. So I will just pray. I will stay in a home or in church. I will stay on knees praying and God will provide. He provided to the children of Israel. Man in the wilderness. But the same God said, I will bless the work of your hands. When they were in the journey in the wilderness, that was a different case. They could not start again uh, make a planting and uh, uh, and establishing uh, gardens and, and vineyards. Plantations. But when they entered their promised land, he provided to them where to, to plow where to plant and he promised them 
harvest. It is the way you handle life. God made you in his image to make things happen. To make things move. He does not expect to push you as a as a wheelbarrow from point A to B. He expects you to move things to till the ground to dress it to make a, a, a farm to to, 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 to make a compound to clean it to build a nice house and make a nice environment around you and make things nice things you enjoy you create them you make them yes and it is a godly for someone to work and to make things happen. So you cannot be just reckless and say God will do. God will protect. Uh-uh. Yeah. Then even on spiritual matters. Believers of the message. Some of them become so relaxed. So lazy. Instead of preaching the gospel, reaching the lost, they say the elect will come. The elect cannot get lost. They will come. God will bring them. That is wrong. He has never brought them without using man. That's why he said go and make disciples. Go preach the gospel. Baptizing them. Converting them into the kingdom. Amen. Amen. So the other thing I want to say is about our radio program. Uh, we are not allowed in uh, radio stations. Radio uh, uh, studios. Because of COVID-19 again. Yeah, they are cautious. Even here we should be cautious. Yeah, we should always have a, a washing place. Sanitizing our, as we come in, we sanitize. And if possible, let us not share microphones. You cannot have a microphone. I don't know where you have been, you have passed. Don't use a microphone and then share it with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, if, if possible. Uh, let uh, uh, 
if you're coming to uh, give a testimony or sing a special, let there be as many microphones as possible. Let the microphone users uh, not be used by another Microphone. until it is sanitized for another service. Yes. Yeah, we have to be there. So, radio stations, radio studio, we are not allowed there. So, we must find our ways of recording our own sermons and send them to them. Now, that has been a challenge for us as a ministry as people caught us and prepared. So we've been trying uh, to borrow uh, this, that, 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 that. The trustees have posted on Speckled Bird Forum the things, the items we need to make a good recording. Computer, what not, the absence of some of those items affected us not to be able to record yesterday. And in desperation, the only way we could do it was uh, to call the production studio of Kabozi Kubiri because they told us it can work so I climbed the mountain up there sitting in my car I, I preached to the phone while uh, uh, I called the, the number of the studio and then I preached. Yeah, but by that, that you cannot have quality sound. After 15 minutes, the phone went off. And then I communicated with a person there. He told me, now, yeah, now you call again and we proceed. I preached now another 15 minutes. He told me, ah, this, the last 15 minutes have been poor sound. Maybe you were moving the phone. So repeat it. Ah, you have preached with all your heart. Now you are delivering the word. And now you, that is lost in the air. You have to do it again. Do you remember where you stopped? He said, yes, I remember. Start there. Then I started. Another 15 minutes. If you have been observant, those who have listened to the program, you could realize that the first 15 minutes were at a certain wavelength, and then the second 
it went down. It's like two different uh, thing atmospheres altogether. So by that uh, we want to make our studio here. And if there is something we should not now invest in is uh, gadgets. Because it just seems that uh, all this, the means of uh, Taking the ministry to the people is going to be through gadgets. Kubanga chinda bikiranga wano wetuli. Engeri okay okutwa robu wereza wenjiri eriaba and kuita mubiuma. That's why I'm communicating to you right now. It's because here they are gadgets covering what I'm saying. Not the building. Not any other thing. So let us invest in this thing. The Branham said every Christian is a missionary. Direct or indirectly. If you cannot go, you send someone who can go. Sponsor him. Now, the only way now of going is going by the fourth dimension. Going by airwaves. So let us find a way of uh, supporting the airwaves. To take us to people. So whoever can do something about uh, uh, sponsoring uh, uh, Buying these uh, gadgets. Communicated through the trustees. Or through me. But mainly through the trustees. We get a good recording studio. Uh, which will remain even when the lockdown is fully lifted. Yeah, because we really need this. Kubanga, we, we needed it even before. This, this, uh, yes. Amen. So, uh, I call upon you to send in your support uh, to this work. And the Lord will bless you. The principles of giving and supporting the work of God. Tithes and offerings. That they bring, it brings God's blessings. To the individual. 
those rules remain. It remains in every season. A thing like of giving tithe. God called it eternal. He said nothing can substitute God's uh, uh, eternal rule of tithe and uh, of paying tithe. Bible again, tewali chintu chinza kudamuchifo chietekali akatonda liatekawe liobuta guawe liokuwa echimwechukumi. Because even in New Jerusalem, kumanga nemu Yerusalem mpya, we shall still give tithe. Tujasigala tuwebi mwebiye kumi. The Bible says those who will not be giving tithe, Bible again, tiabo abana abanga teba wa echimwechukumi. Their areas will not receive rain. E before we have waited, we just funanga nkuba. Yes. So that's what it is. So even in these difficult times, when God has made it possible for you to have something, uh, let, uh, let God have his portion. Praise God. So that's all what I wanted to say. Before I enter the word. But even what I've said is word. Amen. So Amen. I always have a, a lot of uh, appreciation in my heart. To the group that always comes here to cover this service. They give a lot of sacrifice in it. They a lot of sacrifice in it to see that we receive these, uh, these services. Amen. And uh, one of the things I want also to say as I enter the word, let us not expect this condition to end soon. I thought I should not forget to uh, warn you about this. When the lockdown started, we were first locked for two weeks. Where are we now? And after all this time, is it, is it two and a half months or three? Three months. After three months, has the situation become better? Or worse? It is worse. So how do you expect? A, law, a nation which was locked when there was only one patient to be opened when they are coming close to 700. When I hear where they are putting schools opening, they are saying next year. So, we are, we are always put in the category with schools. And political rallies. So, don't be surprised if the whole of this year 
we shall not come back to church. Therefore, be braced up for this kind of services online and pray that you are strong because the truth, the fact is that every time Christians come together, there is some special anointing that, uh, uh, that builds them up. That's why Jesus said, where two or three shall be gathered, there is something about gather. But again, we talked about uh, Daniel who stood firm and strong when he was alone in Babylon. No fellowship, no pastor. No service online. If he was going receiving services in line from Jerusalem, Jeremiah preaches from Jerusalem and he follows him online. That would be different. But even he didn't have what you have. But he stood by the principles of God's word and defied the tide of uh, Satan. So you can overcome much, much more. So let us stand on our feet. Uh, yesterday I was talking with a certain pastor and was telling me how Many believers are falling. falling because of lack of the service. I said, Yes. This came as a sieve. A shaking. Everything that the Heavenly Father has not planted to be uprooted. But Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against Hallelujah. Amen. So we are going to read from the book of uh, uh, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Chapter 5, verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. If be so that being closed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan being burdened, not for that wish we would be unclosed, but closed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Abakoli nsecho kubiri esule yoktano kuvakulunyorusoka. Kubanga tumanyinti, obange nyumba ya fe, eyensi sira eyomunsi, eriabizibwa, 
Tulina e yazimbibwa eva erikatonda enyumba etazimbibwa na mikono eyemirembe ne mirembe eyomuguru kubanga tusindira mweno nga twegomba okwambazibwa enyumba yaffe eriva muguru bwetuliambazibwa bwetuliambazibwa mpozi tuleme okusangibwanga tulibwerere kubanga fe abali mu nsisireno tusinda nga tuzitowererwa sikubanga twagala okwambula wabula okwambazibwa ogwo ogufa gulioke gumirwe obulamu may the lord add blessings to the reading of his word mukama gatom kisa kusoma kwechigambo che you may be seated musobola okutula wansi ngabwe muuliriza now last sunday we talked about dimension sunday we de twayogera ku mitendera so we are taking another step kati tutwala edale tugenda kutale we call this study okuiga kuno twakuita man and his surrounding omuntu nebyo ebimwetorodde which is geography nga chetuita okusoma ebyetorodde abantu in school we are taught mu masomero twayo somesebwa the geography means the study of man and his surrounding geography chitegeza okusoma ku muntu nebye ebimwetorodde but their surroundings that geography cannot because they are in a dimension geography cannot enter kubanga ebintu ebyo biri mu mutendera mulala geography jatasobola genda geography cannot see geography ngeyo tasobola laba biliyo geography cannot tap geography ngatasobola kulega kwebyo amen amina but those things are real nayinge ebintu ebyadala but they are not they cannot be accessed they cannot be declared by the five senses of the body nayenge bintu ebiyadde byadala obusimu bwafebuno obutano tebusobola bila bayadde bikomako an example chokulabirako bacterias obuuka buno obutinnini obuleto obulwadde they are in the air buli mobanga wonna you enter place and you leave that place sick you have contracted as a, a virus or a disease you did not know it is there because you could not see it it is in another dimension but so real until it can affect you in the physical and we call them different kinds of names bacteria viruses what but spiritually according to god according to his word they are demons but they operate in a dimension that our physical senses will not declare yet affect our physical bodies we give another example at sunday television and radio tv ne radio they are here now right now picture
scriptures are moving. From Al Jazeera. From BBC. From BBC. From uh, all the national television. And international. But we don't see it here now. Because we don't have the screen here in church. The tube that can channel it to our physical. Although they are here. Different dimension. Last Sunday we said it is the fourth dimension. And we are in the physical dimension. Sometimes we are following this service. And then the, the network goes off. The internet uh, goes connection goes off. Internet and then you can no longer follow this service. But if the network go, comes back, then you're, you, you're connected. Now, what goes off is not the, uh, the internet. It's still there. But it's your gadget that has lost uh, connection. It has failed to get the means of catching the internet. Immediately it gets the ability it is there. We yes. are there in your house. But without the gadget, you are disconnected. Why? Because the internet, the radio, the television, those things are operating in a dimension that is faster than the one we have here. Kubanga internet, radio, net TV, zikolera mumutendera, oguduka kuspidi ya yama, nyokusinga kweno fejetulimu. Aha, actually, Amazima, that is a point I did not also mention that last Sunday. The waves, uh, the airwaves that take the sound, ama yengo galedi ya gatuala and television Naga TV. and internet, Naga internet, those things work very fast. Those are faster dimensions. So the gadget slows them. So that you can hear the radio waves. So that you can see the picture. In your slower dimension. Because in the other dimension they are 
too fast. I think uh, a scientist who are concerned with physics, they will agree with me on that. Yeah, the gadget slows that picture, slows that sound. So that you can see it. Now the fifth and the sixth are much faster. And the seventh is fastest. So it is here. It is here. But you cannot experience it because it is fast. It is too fast for your physical senses to catch it. Isaac Newton said Isaac Newton He's the one who discovered laws on speed and things. He said, if two objects are running towards one another, there is a certain speed they can remove. And when they collide, it's not a collision. They just pass into one another. And nothing will be hurt. And nothing will be realized that it has even happened. That was a very intelligent man. Yeah. If like two moving objects, those objects uh, think of uh, aeroplane or rockets. If there is a speed if they gain it. And the two objects are moving to one another. They would pass into and the items and everything here will not be affected and they will just lose. That's what I mean by the faster dimension. That angels are here. But they cannot be hurt by this war. The walls are here but they are like not here. The way they pass through the walls. And trees and hills and things. They are like not there. Because the dimension they are in is faster. When Jesus resurrected, he gained that momentum. So the way he came from the grave, it was not like not there. 
The way he would enter into people's houses closed. Actually, when the angels came and removed the stone um, from the mouth of the they were not helping Jesus to walk out they were helping human beings to know that the grave the tomb is empty Jesus didn't need the door to be open for him to come out of the grave he was in a more dynamic dimension that's when his disciples when they would be closed locked in he didn't need the padlocks to be open they could just realize him in their midst Oh, praise God. And that's what is going to be in the resurrection. We shall gain that dimension. And then we shall be moving at such a speed. That if there is an aeroplane moving in the air, you could enter it and you see people there and they see you and you come out. The graves of other saints. They did not open as a ripping off the top. They remained closed, but they were out of them. That is how resurrection is going to be. Don't think people's graves are going to fall in. We shall just come out. Because we will have gained a body. That is uh, of the quality of that dimension. So we said. In this dimension we are in. The physical dimension. We operate in three dimensions in this realm. The first one being light. The other being matter. Then then the other one being time. Light. Matter. Time. The three dimensions in which we mortal beings operate. Now, by the help of science, human beings have been able also to access the fourth dimension. That is the dimension of television, radio, uh, internet, things like that. Brother Branham said cancer is a false dimension disease. Oh. Very sophisticated. 
I cannot explain that. But I've already told you, even sicknesses, disease are dimensional. That's why you need a, a, a gadget to be able to see them and some of them cannot be seen. They can only be seen by their characteristics. And they know this problem here mm. is uh, cancer. It is uh, uh, so such and such because of its characteristics. But it's a real spirit. It's a real thing with life. But it is in a faster dimension. To be realized, to be seen by naked eyes. So now, that's the first dimension. The dimension where we access by radio, television, the internet, things like that. That's why the camera, camera can cut the pill of fire that human beings may not see. Because the pill of fire is in that dimension and then the camera is an invention by science that can Access that dimension. I was told a testimony. I believe I was dying in Europe. She was an old woman. At the deathbed. Now, at the point when she was dying. One of the attendants took a picture. And when the picture came out, there were seen two beings of her. She was laying here. Gray-headed, wrinkled woman. And by the bedside was the young version of her. How do you interpret that? That other younger one on the side of her was the theophany body of her that had received the spirit from this uh, only a box. From the only a house. Yes, that's what happened. But now you see, the camera could catch it. The camera can catch beyond the physical realm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, we are going to look at a quote here. Tuina okunokola kwetu gendo kulaba. 
It starts like this. A brother, open bracket, a brother reads Matthew 18, 18.10. Close bracket. Then the prophet says, that he despised not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my father which is in Alright. Now the brother ever who you are cause there is no names just like a ticket you see who said this. This was questions and answers. So he had read a cheat that was yeah. asking what the scripture means. Brother Branham now you could take two ways of it. You see? But I think the interpretation, if you just asked me, explain this. The way I interpret this is. Now you turn to Second Corinthians, somebody five one it says um, if this be dissolved you know what it is See? if this other tabernacle be dissolved we have one already you know waiting alright now if you noticed in Matthew 1810, he was speaking about taking little children. They were little children. Little tots. Three or four years old. Picked them up. They brought unto him children. Child. Children comes from the name child. A, a child is just a little fellow. Not an infant. But just between that and teenager. It's not responsible yet for itself. And he said, take heed that you don't despise. If you'd really take the interpretation of that word is mistreat. See, to mistreat one of those. Mistreat child. You should never do that. Their children. They don't know. Let me stop there. Although it's outside what we are sharing. But since it is mentioned here. Let me elaborate that. Now, never 
mistreat children. Some of you quote the Bible where it says spare the road and spoil the child. And there you express anger. Satanic anger. Upon children. There is a uh, uh, There is training a child. And through that training, there is disciplining. And you use a whip. That is godly. But there is beating with anger. Some people have beat them with anger until they have disabled them. Breaking their backbones. Beating him against something even remove their eyes or dis, dis, uh, spoil their organs. Or break their fingers and from that time their fingers are lame. So never, never hide that demon behind the scripture by saying uh, uh, spare the road. Trying to cover that demon with the scripture. That is the demon of anger. That is using you. But not disciplining as in training a child. Yes. So, when you do that, you are offending God. Because this is a young child. He cannot defend himself. And actually, he is defended by the angel of God. And when you are doing that, you are offending that if it was a big person you would not assault him because he can defend himself now let us continue I think that goes to parents and it even goes to guardians. And by the way, uh, for, uh, for correction, if the child does not respect your authority, never whip them. For example, this is what I mean. You find a bigger child beating a young one. But this child, though young, 
they know that you are also a child. Na yono mwana ya demutona ya kumanyi intinawo limutomune. But you're almost stronger than him. You're slightly bigger. Na ichiri intigwekalo masingako kumanyo limukurumuko. But if it's a parent who caned the child, the child does never, can never develop bitterness and hatred about the parent. It's, there is a way God made things. But if it's someone whom the child does, does not feel that uh, uh, that authority of headship over him. The child feels assaulted than disciplined. So don't subject your children to anyone at home to beat the way they want. Or anybody. Well, if you want to discipline your child, discipline them yourself as the parent. The Bible says that a child who does not obey rebuke Displaining is illegitimate. Even when the child is big and the parent displays maybe with words or with whatever, there is a way it fits, it blends. It is, accept, it is absorbed, it is accepted. God put it there. But if it's another person, the child sees persecution, hatred, and by that, the child also develops a bad heart. Because that's what has been deposited in the child. And that's what will be received out of the child. Right. So I think that is something that can help us also on how to raise our children. We discipline them, we can them. But what do, who does that? And you see, children who grow under maids, when the mothers are places of work, they're not at home. It is these maids who train them, they abuse them. Such kind of children get a bad heart. But a child who grew when he was corrected and disciplined by their mother, they have positive fruits later on. But maybe if the mother is also using anger, satanic anger. How do you expect Satan to produce good fruits? It will never happen. 
You see? Ochilava. So now he said, Katiwanagamba, take heed that you don't despise. If you'd really take the interpretation of that word is mistreats. To mistreat one of those mistreat a child you should never do that. They are children. They don't know. And now notice said the angels always beholds my father's face which is in heaven. I'm sorry to say this. It has come in my mind. And it has ever, it has ever, I think it is there. Uh, I've seen even in church in the ministry. A minister who is not the pastor of the flock can use a lot of authority and uh, you, when he is using it in the preaching I'm not speaking this to reduce on the preacher's authorities who are not the pastor of the flock, no. But some words they use and some authority they use Sometimes it goes overboard. And instead of uh, bringing a conviction, it brings an offense in the hearts of the people. And yet, the pastor can use the same, same authority. And it, it brings different results. Results of conviction. I hope you understand. I'm not trying to say anything or to create anything about flock and, and, and You know, somebody that tells you, you sister, you stand. How have you made that hair? And he's using such a, a tone. And maybe the congregation feels offended. They feel this preacher is going too far. It's too much. He's using a lot of authority. That is beyond what is what he should use. And if it were, if it were the pastor, they can take it positively. And some people end up misunderstanding and saying, the people of this church worship the pastor. For him when he preaches, they are not offended. But to so and so when he preaches and he they get offended. It is in the same category of a father of a family displaying a child 
and the child absorbs the discipline uh, the disciplining omwana ono kugunjulwa kuno nakukiriza and another brother can use the same tone or the same level chokate mukuru we muganda wa inzo college into chechimu of disciplining echo kumugunjula and the child gets offended omwana ateye nanyiga bunyizi he feels uh, he feels harassed. I'm saying that that authority, that that connection of, uh, of body to headship and to authority, it's God who put it in people. Even animals which have wisdom, they have that. Like the dogs which have high intelligence. Like German shepherd dogs, those kind of breeds. They know the master. If he does something uh, contrary, he can rebuke it with a voice, with a tone. And it, it submits. If it does not, if it takes long to obey, it can even whip it. And it will not bite him. Never, never will it do that. But let another person do the same thing. You see, you will see problem. If he succeeds by beating it, even if it's how many years it will make a revenge. And it will not do it on the master. It's God. God put every system to be under governance and leadership. That's why when God said the man is the head of the woman and the head of man is Christ and the head of Christ is God. When you try to change that you're making a perversion you are making a monstrous system. Whether it's the government or whoever wants to change their own religion, it becomes a monster. So let us continue here. I just went there straight intentionally into that. To comb those areas. Let us, let us come back to the thought. In other words, the angels, their messengers, their bodies, angelic bodies that they will go to if they die, are always before my father. By Father's face in heaven. Now, if this other tabernacle be dissolved, we have one already waiting. 
Praise God. Offend not the little children. Meaning, mistreat them not. They're innocent. Because they are angels are before my father in heaven beholding his face. Don't you see that the scripture, the way the statement goes, there is something hidden. The meaning. Now, is the prophet who comes and opens it and says their angels means their bodies their theophanies the body they go to when they, they die you see, a body of a mature is doubtable where it is. It could be before God. It could be before the devil. But a child is innocent. If he dies, will go to heaven. That's where their body is. But a big person who has made choice of what he wants to be and what he, the road he wants to take. If his choice is to serve God and to follow Christ, his body as well or his angel as well is before the heavenly father. But if he is following the downward way to the region of the lost, his body is also there. As you shift, your body shifts. As you move, it moves. You are just a reflection here on earth of the unseen. We also don't see it as human beings. The, on Sunday we saw last Sunday. The fruits you bear. Reflect where your body is. Regardless what you claim to be. You can put on the fig leaves of religion. As the Bible says in 1 Timothy 3, having a form of godliness. As the Bible puts it, having sheep clothes on you. But inside gravening wolf. And the Bible said by their words, they shall be 
going on. So you can have a religion. You are church member. Speckled by tabernacle. Full gospel church. Baptist church. Catholic church. Whichever thing you belong into. Even speckled by does not make you a saint. What makes one a saint is the sainted one, the holy one, the prince of peace, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, to know him is life. To know Jesus is life. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. To know him is life. Do you know him as a person? Can you testify that I know whom I have believed? I know my Redeemer living. He is my Savior. He is my friend. I know him. I have a, a real personal, personal relationship with him. Some people who know him in such an intimate way in such a relationship nothing can shake them no enemy can shake them not even death even when they fall they will rise whatever happened to them they know him I will go back to my father and I will tell him that I have sinned before God and before angels. I'm not even worthy to be your child. And I know my father will not turn me away. Why did the prodigal not go to any other home? When he said, I will, I will, I will turn into any home and I will ask them to be a servant. Where do you say I will go to my father. He passed many homes. But he's on the way to the father. He said, I know my father will, turn, will not turn me away. I don't deserve to be restored to the position that I abused. But I will ask him just to make me one of his servants. I know my father will give me reception. That is what happened between a true child of God converted to God. Nothing can affect them. They know their father. They have a bond. They invisible bond with him. And they understand him. They know his heart. And their hearts 
are connected with the Father's heart. So nothing will shake them. Nothing will separate them from the Father. Oh, I'm so glad that I can say that I am one of them. No matter what comes, no matter what goes, nothing shall separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God. Now we can proceed. Now don't forget. To me this is a, a very amazing uh, uh, interpretation. And expounding this scripture. Offend not the little children. In other in other words, mistreat them not. For their angels ever before my heavenly father beholding his face. Now those angels the word angel means messenger. So God has your individual messenger that he put there to specifically watch over you and through whom he sends uh, messages. And that messenger is your theophany body. And he keeps influencing you as we saw it last Sunday. So he's ever before God. Now when it comes to little children, their angels are automatically just before God. And he has also quoted to supplement or to, con to add another scripture on that. Quoting, uh, uh, quoting, Second uh, uh, Corinthians, chapter five. If our earthly tabernacle be dissolved, we, we have one already waiting. Then he says. That is a body. So that is the angel. That is your angel. Your angel. Your messenger. Is your physical body. I mean your spiritual body. Called theophany. That is ever before God. Influencing you and charging you. Look, 
night Peter was in prison. They had a prayer meeting down at John Mark's house. And so the angel of the Lord came in. That pill of fire. A light came down. And Peter thought he was dreaming when he seen this light come to him. The Bible says it was a light. But I believe it's the same one with us. Meaning the other one. The pillow of fire over his head. He came down. And we get in the same trouble. Maybe the same thing would happen. Ah, sorry. And... Yes, that's how it says, but it means if we got in the same trouble. Yeah, Brother Branham. And we get in the same trouble, maybe the same thing would happen. Exactly. So, we call it direct translation. We can't go get the interpreter makuru at all. So, meaning not That if we also may fall into the same trouble, the same thing can happen. Meaning that if we can also be probably maybe because of the gospel, the kingdom, the same thing can happen for God to send his angel to take us out. And come in there and he said, Come go with me. So Peter thought, I'm dreaming now. So I will just see what this mean, what this dream means. So he walked right on by the guards and thought, oh, now we go on by the door just opened by itself. Went out of the next door. Opened by itself. Went through the city gates. And opened by itself. And he still thought he was dreaming. So when he stood out there, said, well, I'm free. So I just go down to John Mark's house and have some fellowship. They were back there. Oh Lord, send your angel to and deliver Peter. And about that time, something went. Brother Branham knocks. The little damsel went to the door said, Who is there? Raised up the little lattice. No, Olutimbe. Olutimbe said, Why? Is Peter? So he went back. Said, hey, you can stop praying now. Peter is there. He said, Oh my, go ahead. Why? 
Knocks again. Open up. I'm coming in. So he went back. He spit at the door. Oh, they said you've cut his. Oh, they said. These believers in St. Mark's house praying said. They have cut his head off already. That is his angel at the door. Remember they were praying that God sends his angel to deliver Peter out of God has answered their prayer. And they are doubting the results. They knew it is impossible. For him to come out of that condition. Sometimes God answers your prayer. And you start doubting the very result. Because it is too good to be true. It is too powerful to be real. They said that he has, she has seen. I love you. Malaika wa Peter. She has seen Peter's angel. Now they have already beheaded him. Now it is his angel that has come to us. Stop even your prayers. Peter, Peter is already dead. They have already beheaded him now. Now it is his angel that has come to us. About the theophany body, the glorified body, and, the, and so the mortal body, the, 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 the theophany, the glorified body, but not today. So we, are, we shall end with this, with this quote. Now look. These little children. Don't mistreat them. Because their angels always they are before my father beholding his face. And then he says that those are their, 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 their bodies, spiritual bodies. Now here he is showing us that these believers knew this subject too much they knew that each and every person has their own angel and when you die it is that angel or that body with which you enter now when they heard that Peter who was imprisoned by those very harsh and tyrannic men who he cannot escape from their arms that now they are seeing him is at the door they said that must not be him that is his angel in other words they could have said that is his theophany body they would have said that is his spiritual body 
But they call it his angel. Because your angel and your, your funny body is the same thing. Are we together? If our earthly tabernacle in which we dwell be dissolved there is one waiting and they said they've cut off his head already that's his angel at the door see his heavenly tabernacle he had done received it that, it, that this one was dissolved because it was waiting for him in heaven. So even you brother and sister you have your angel that when you die receives you into himself. And that, that heavenly angel is your uh, spiritual house. Is your theophany body. That when you enter there, you, you, when you die, you come out of this one, this body, and you enter into that one. And you look exactly the same. Because that damsel was able to notice that it is Peter. When she lifted the curtain, she saw Peter. And these little fellows who's done no sin as yet, when a baby is being formed in the womb of the mother, but first it's a spirit. And as that spirit begins to check on flesh, a little germ of life begins to take on flesh. And there, as soon as it drops in the womb, it's a little quivering, jerking muscles. We know that. That's that cells, cells of weke Just like you take a horse hair and put it in the water. Amen. It will cup over and it will move. And you touch it and it will jump. That's the way a baby is. You see, it is just muscles, cells. Cells joined together. But as soon as it's born in this world and breathes its first breath, it becomes a living soul. Because as soon as the earthly body is born into the world, there is a celestial body 
or spiritual body to take hold of it. And as soon as this natural body is dropped, there is a heavenly tabernacle waiting for it. This house of clay is just a prison. Komera, komera. Bows and bonds. Mitaimbwa e jamagumba. Hold my soul. By this, by this house of clay, one day will open. Will burst wide open. When the angels takes, sets my spirit free. Amen. You fly out like a bird of prison. Now there is a heavenly tabernacle waiting for it. Oh, praise God. As a baby is dropped into the earth in flesh, there is a spiritual body waiting to receive it. And as soon as the natural body is dissolved, there is a spiritual body waiting. As often we call it. Amen. Amen. A brother asks, well, now this body is, uh, is that temporarily pending the resurrection of this body? Yeah, sure, yes. That's a condition that we are going to live in until the resurrection. Amen. Now, when we die, we live in that condition until the resurrection. We are in the theophany body. This uh, temple of flesh is in the ground. We stay in that stage until resurrection. Yeah, it's not revealed to sons of man yet. I know I saw it. But I don't know what kind of a body it is. But I could feel them. Just, just the same as I feel your hands or anything else. Call this is on tape and you may be playing it years after I'm gone. And that whatever it was, I was holding those people and catching them. And it was just as real as you are real. And yet they didn't eat nor drink. There was no yesterday nor tomorrow. It was eternity. We talked it last Sunday. 
that Brother Branham visited both places. Brother Branham He visited the region of the lost. And he visited the blessed the region of the blessed. So one time uh, uh, before he went to the region of the blessed. Uh, he said he used to fear to die. He thought when we die we just become a spirit and which spirit is just like us. Hey, I smoke. He said, I fear to become that. And you see a heap of a cloud, like a little cloud of smoke. You said, That is Brother Neville. And one morning, a voice talk, spoke to him. A voice spoke to him. Would you like to see beyond the curtain of time? He said, Yes. It would do me a lot of good. And immediately he found himself out of the body. Because he could look down. And he sees his body lay on the bed. And now here he was. So what is this? Uh, have I died? Oh, this is what they call death. This is how it happened. He is here. This is his body. And then all of a sudden, he breaks into a big green field. So beautiful. And then the saints moved to him and they were shouting words of welcome. Our precious brother. Oh, he's here. He has come. And they were tapping one another. Imagine he's here. And they came to him. And they were welcoming. And they were hugging. That's what he's saying. They were so real. You could make a handshake with them. And he feels their hands. No roze. Like we feel one another's hands here. He could embrace them. And he feels their bodies. Only he says. What he noticed. Here on earth. If a man and a woman embraced. There is a bad. There is a, a wrong feeling that comes into the body. A temptation that comes in the body. But there. The sisters could embrace him. But brother could embrace them. But they were the, the sisters when they embrace him. It is a woman, human, it's a female body. Yes. But there is not that feeling. That is a perfect place, brethren. You see? And they left there in the body, in that body. Okay, let me begin here. He said they, they, they didn't eat. 
No drink. There was no yesterday, no tomorrow. It was eternity. And now, when that tabernacle, they left there in that body. They, they come back to the earth. And that type of a body they had took on immortality. The dust of the earth gathered into that theophany of somehow and they become human again. Had to eat like they did in the garden. Okay. Yeah, but if this other tabernacle be dissolved, we have one already waiting. Are we together, church? Praise God. So, those saints there, we said on Sunday they are in the sixth dimension. Those who die lost, they go to the fifth dimension. A place called hell. Terrible place. It is worse than burning fire. Now the saints go to the sixth. That source under the altar. God is in the seventh. Now, in the resurrection, which is pending, we are waiting for the resurrection. The other day I was uh, talking with my wife. Uh, she said, uh, talking about resurrection, she said, may I want to go to the rapture? Not to die. I told her, the rapture is not composed by only those who will be found living. You say, I want to go to have the translation. But when you say, I want to go to the rapture, rapture is for all who all the bride. Those who slept first. And those who be found living. They all go into the rapture. Now. There are many believers who think that way. They aren't for rapture where there is no death first. They fear to die. Let me tell you. Brother, sister. You are very, very, very wrong. There is nothing you miss if you die first 
all be found alive. Tewali chogenda kusubwa obo fudde kati obane bakusanga ngoli mulamu. You speak like that because you are ignorant. That's why we are sharing with you about this geography. The surround, man and his surround. Who is man? And what surrounds him? Now, Brother Branham said, let me watch you as I speak these words. The best thing that can happen to a believer is death. That's the best thing that could happen to a believer. Brother Branham said that. Name the things that have happened to your life. Your wedding day. What else? The day you uh, you took a plane, a and you took to the air. What else? You name anything that has ever happened to us. Some of you, it is the day you came to Kampala. You didn't sleep. I hate to live in Kampala. I'm here because of the ministry. When I'm in my home in the at the farm. I never want to come back. But now, what is the best thing you have ever experienced? Now, nothing can compare with the moment you die. I'm talking to the believer. And, and nothing worse that can compare with the day an unbeliever dies. Nothing can compare dreadful and bad. But for a believer, the Bible says precious is the death of the saints. In the sight of God. And Brother Bram said it's the best thing. Brother Branham when he visited there where they are. He said there is no language on earth. English, Greek, Lugbal, Luganda. There is no language that has a vocabulary that can express the goodness that is there that those people are enjoying. Now, for us who are here, we are here in a place. Suffering, actually, laboring. When our labors are ended, we also go there. Now, there are people who will be found alive. 
And they will be translated. They will not express that place. But those who die now, the children of God who are dying now, or recently a precious brother died. Pastor Eric Mukoko. Eric Mukoko. We, I preached with him the convention in uh, uh, Zimbabwe. And when I came back here, I gave you testimonies of what God was doing in Ivory, in Abuja, Ivory, Ivory Coast. Through his ministry. He's like the father of the message in that region. He was very young, below 60. And after, of, out of hard working, they say what killed him is exhaustion. And when I was with him in Zimbabwe, I remember sharing about how how much is working and without resting and cautioning him so the other day he passed on a very close friend of uh, Joseph Chikosi so Actually, sometimes I feel uh, the lockdown was a blessing in disguise. Because I was heading to the same, maybe. I realized I was just wearing out and broken. Too forgetful, my mind was, I was just like losing my mind. Let us leave that. Now, such a person goes and others are going. When they die, they enter that body. They go to such a supreme... No words we can use to express that precious uh, uh, comfort and beauty that is there. And they stay there. Their bodies go to the ground. But they have entered into their angels. Their, earth, their heavenly bodies. Theophanies. Their heavenly tents. They look like exactly the way you look. Only they are dynamic. And younger than this body. And dynamic. Now you stay there. 
with the rest of them multitudes of saints brother Branham said he has never seen people who are beautiful like those people they had long hair they didn't put on shoes they don't need them <laughs> there are no stones to hurt their feet and there are no pricks so they were in barefoots, putting on long robes, nice eyes and fair skin, the fairest. And they came flying to him. Oh, our precious brother. Now, the, no day, and can you imagine enjoying an endless uh, moment? We have a song that says, I am going to the city where the roses never fade. Here they bloom, but for a season. Soon their beauty is decayed. I got that song a few days ago. I was home in the country. And then I have uh, I've planted roses in front of my porch. And there was this uh, yellow rose so pretty. A rose has thorns, but then the way it produces such a pretty flower. Then the song came to me. The city where roses never fade. Here the bloom, but for a season. No. We have wonderful brothers. Wonderful sisters. They are real roses. They are so sweet. So nice. But for a season. They go. Because the word says that which is born of a woman is for a short time. But there is such a city where the roses never fail. No more suffering. No more temptation. No more suffering. No more laboring. No more sweating. No more stress. No more worry. No nothing. Joy forever. Everlasting peace. And comfort. What a place. And what they are waiting there. They don't one day. We shall go back to the earth. And we shall pick our physical bodies that we once lived in. And when that happens, at that stage we shall be eating and drinking. Now rapture is composed of those people and these other people who will be found living. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what rapture means. If you have found a life, it is good. If you found when you have slept, it is as good. So the quote has said, they will come from that dimension. They come down to the earth. And their bodies, that they are, the dust that made their bodies, will co collect into their theophany. Because of the dynamics that is in that theophany, it will change that body to a glorified form. So that now it enters into the similar dimension. A faster dimension. Amen. Amen. That is when now you can appear and disappear. Move us the speed of a thought. Now those who will be found alive. They will also be also transformed. Putting on those bodies. Let me now try to, 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 to finish. Amen. Amen. So, but, uh, uh, so those, these little children that are not seen, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and Jesus, uh, but it was a little bit difficult there where Jesus said in the first part of his, of his resurrection, he said, touch me not. He had not yet ascended up. And then when he came into the room where Thomas was, he said, come and Come here and thrust your finger into my side. Put your finger. Put, put out your finger. That's right. He hadn't ascended up yet. And the, the difference of the two were the one he had told them not to touch him. And over there he told Thomas, come touch him. He hadn't, he had never ascended up yet. See, uh, for I have not yet ascended to my father. That's right. He hasn't to be touched until after his resurrection, he had come out from the earth. Yeah, you see, he came out from the earth and was walking among men, but he had not yet ascended. He told Mary, he said, don't touch me. She said, Rabbon. He said, touch, don't touch me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But I send, I ascend to my father and to your God, to my father and your father. And then that night after he had done, went up before God and had rose from the dead, went up before God, coming back, he invited Thomas to come touch his side. He had ascended up in before God. That's right. Okay, that's the end of the question and the answer. Praise God. I believe we have learned something about uh, the bodies. Before you came to be a human being, 
and after you are a human being in the mortal body there is your angel call him your heavenly house call it a your funny body that is waiting. Now you are in the physical body. When you die, you just come out of this and you enter the other. And in the resurrection, you come from the other, come back to this, this one receives a glorified form. Amen. Amina. When Sister Hope, Sister Hope, the wife of Brother Branham, Branham, when she was dying, Brother Branham came there. Branham found she had died. Some minutes. And he called her. Hope. Hope. Dear Hope. Why Hope? She opened her eyes. She responded to the calling. When she opened her eyes, she looked at him. The first thing was to blame him. Why did you call me? Why me? You believers who fear to die, listen to this. Remember, this was a younger couple. She was like two, three years married. Brother Bill and Sister Hope. Maybe she was less than 20 years. Because Brother Branham, I think he was about 22 or so. She was, I think, less. Or 21 there. Hope was. She had left two children behind. One had contracted the disease that killed her. Which was the tuberculosis. And uh, she was also going to die. The other one was Billy Paul. The second born. The, he was so infant. And uh, uh, Brother Branham and then this lady. Living a young marriage. And leaving two young children. I'm sort of forgotten whether Billy Poe is the older or Sharon. Who was older? Billy Poe was older. Sharon was the infant. Uh -huh. The infant had contracted the same disease. Now, remember this woman did not talk about uh, Sharon. As if she had a revelation that Sharon was also going to die. 
but she only talked about Billy Paul. Told Brother Branham, why did you call me? I was going so sweetly and be Besides me were angels. One on my left, another on my right. And I was moving in such a beautiful place. Palm trees on every side. Birds so sweetly singing. And then I heard you from far calling me. So I came back. But you know why I'm going? You know what, what happened? She could tell even the reason why God has taken her prematurely. But remember, she didn't want to go. I mean, she didn't want to to stay. She didn't want to remain. She was blaming, why did you call me? And then she told him, you have preached about the thing about life after death. But you don't have even the slightest of idea what the reality is. Said he's so sweet. And this Holy Ghost that we received is so important. Especially at the point like this. He was taking me through. And I had you call me. He said, now, you long to have this type of a rifle. Yeah. There was a certain gun that Brother Branham wanted to have, but he had no money. She said, I've been saving for it. Little by little, I would save some little pennies. That manner is in such and such a place. That's where I've been keeping it. Please, go get that money and buy that rifle. That's what would satisfy her heart. And Brother Branham made sure that he remains faithful to her words. He said, don't get worried about me. And he said, now promise me, Bill, that you don't remain single. Find some good Christian girl and marry her. And then raise our son in the Christian way and bring her to that baptism of the Holy Ghost. You see, he's talk, she's talking about Billy Paul, no, no, nothing about Sharon. And uh, after 
leaving all that uh, uh, message with her, with him. When she exhausted her speaking, directing him how to uh, to preach the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He told her, she told him that go to those people. They are the ones who are right. The Pentecostal, because mommy was against them. Mommy was against them. Her mother was against them. She go to those people. Of the Holy Ghost. And lead Billy Paul to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Directing him where the money for the gun is. Asking him not to remain single. He said, I cannot promise that. He loved her so much he thought he can never have another person. And after that conversation, she said, uh, those angels they are here now they are calling me to go back uh, <laughs> farewell wow that's wonderful that's a wonderful story <laughs> death is just amazing for a believer brother Branham could not see them but she could see them yeah, here. Now I'm going back. Farewell. She closed the eyes and she was gone. Friends, that is the geographer man. We have a real world beyond the curtain of time that we cannot see with naked eyes. The saints who have gone ahead of us, they are there in a real world. The angels of God are real. The streets of God are real. That world is real. The power of God is real. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good willing, we shall share more. On the same topic. Next Sunday. I wish I could get that song. We sing it. I'm going to a city where the roses never fade. Wish someone can help me find it quickly. Aren't you happy, saints? That you have already received your passport. And your visa. Ne visa yo. You have already made your reservations. For your flight. Hey, oh, blessed assurance. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
you failed to get the song? Amen. Amen. You must never fear anything. There is nothing to make you fear. Nothing here below can manage you. Not even death. Which we know is the final enemy. Hallelujah. Well, the roses never fade. Five zero nine. Olimba bitano. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah. Five zero nine. No. I am going to a city where the roses never fade. Oh, yeah, they bloom by for a season, so the beauty is decay. I am city where the roses never oh yeah they bloom by forest season soon the beauty is decay I am going to a sea Oh, yeah, they bloom by for a season. So the beauty is decay. I am going to a city where the roses never For a season, so the beauty is disappearing. I am going to a city where the roses never fade. Hallelujah! Yeah, they bloom back for a season. Your days decay. I am going to a city where the roses never fade. Oh, yeah, they bloom by for a season. So the beauty is decay. Oh, I am going to a city where the roses never fade.
I'm longing for you. Yes, I'm dead on the outside with my home shall be eternal. Kind of homesick for a country to which I've never been before. No such goodbyes will ever be spoken. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the bread of life that you've broken for us this morning. For the blessed hope that you have laid ahead of us. And for the power that has translated us from the world of darkness to the world, to the kingdom of your dear, beloved son. As we see the dark clouds gathering around the earth, as we see the evening shadows falling, as men's hearts are failing them for fear. 
It's like they have come to the end of life. To a dead end. We are glad to know that we are not desperate with them. We are not confused with them. But our hope is bright. Firm, strong, and rooted in the rock of ages. Help us, Lord, to run the little rest that is remaining for us. Steadfastly, Lord, for the final lap, help us never to be a disappointment. Help us not to fail at this hour. For it is said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Renew the strength of every brother and every sister. Where are they, Lord? Some around this country. Some outside this country. We can only fellowship through the fourth dimension. But there is a day when we shall fellowship around the table of God. When they come from east and from west, from the lands of fire, to dine with the king, to dine as his guests, Oh, how blessed these pilgrims are. Beholding his hallowed face. Oh, that face that once wore the crown of thorns. Glowing with the eternal glory. Lord, how we long to hear him say, Well done. My blessed and faithful servants. How we aim, how we long to hear him say, Welcome home. Oh God, help us. I katonda tuyambe. Run in this race. Tuduke mumbirozino. Help us, Lord, never to bring reproach to your name. Mukama tuyambe tulemekule tachivume dirinyario. Help us, Lord God. Tuyambe mukama katonda. Give us the strength, Lord, to overcome. Tuama ni mukama okuangula. Every Temptation and every trial. 
that this world can offer. It is not worth dying for. This is a weary land. It is already old and weary. It is broken and it is in tatters. It's not worth our precious lives. Nothing here that is worth our precious calling. Give us grace, Father. Pray for every brother, every sister out there. As they pray, Lord God, let your grace fall upon them. Visit them, Lord God. Fill them with power and with strength. Be full of power and speakable. Be full of glory. Let them shine like stars shining in a dark condition. How they shine brightest. He the sick Lord. Provide to the needy ones Lord. Thank you Lord. If there be some lost souls out there that are ordained to eternal life, we claim them, Lord. Let these words reach them and let them find their way home. Like the prodigal found his feet on the path back home. Grant it our Father. We give you glory and honor. Our nation stands in a moment of perplexity. We are in the junction of time. They are blaming one another. And they have run empty of plans and the strategies. They don't know whether to lock the country. Again, and suffocate the little even the, the little pulse of the economy or to allow people to be free try to work and then open allow this uh, enemy to spread Governments of the world have run dry of answers. But on Christ, the solid rock we stand. All others 
a sinking sun. He, he alone said I'm the way, the truth and life. And he that believes in me shall never walk in darkness. You're the light of the world. You're the, over, the everlasting hope. You're the man who can turn on the light. You are the undefeatable champion of heaven and earth. The mighty conqueror. In you we trust, Lord. And they that trust him, the Bible says, shall never be ashamed. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we ask and we pray and we offer our worship. Amen. God bless you. I believe you have been blessed by the service. We have a baptism service that is going to follow. There are sisters who came from Mundeje. And they are here to be baptized. I'm told one of them has a child to be dedicated. Let her bring her. As the word says, bring little children. Refuse them not. Sister, you the child to be dedicated. Sister, go mwana agendo wongebuayo. Bring them in, bring them in, bring the from the fields of sin, bring them in, bring them in, bring the wandering ones to Jesus, bring them in, bring them in. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Darius is a gift that you have given to this family to the kingdom of God and to the earth. I pray for the child, Lord, that your hand will be upon him. Let the blood of Jesus Christ surround in protection to the child. From this time on, let your blessings rest upon the child. Keep, her from, keep him from diseases, from from every power of the enemy. Let the hand of God be upon the child. Let the spirit of God influence him. 
If there be a tomorrow that this child comes to the age of accountability, may the Spirit of the Lord influence him to choose Jesus to be Lord and Savior. Bless the parents with the divine blessings that will bring riches in knowledge and in all spiritual blessings and even physical blessings that they may be able to meet the needs of this child in all those aspects. I commit him to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Meeting in the baptism. A country where no twilight shadows deepen. An ending day when night will never be. A city where no stormy clouds ever gather. Oh, this is just what heaven means to me. Why will it be when we get over you? And join the throne upon the glassy sea. We'll join our loved ones and crown Christ forever. And this is just what heaven means. A city where there is no misunderstanding And for all enmity our lives are free As no stormy clouds ever gather What heaven means to me What will it be when we get over yonder And join the throne upon the glassy sea Join our loved ones and crown Christ forever. I hail this is just what heaven means to me. 
last I see the face of Jesus full of image are the lives of And when they crown him Lord of Lord, well I'll be there. Well, this is just what heaven means to me. Why we lead me when we get over Join the throne upon the glassy sea. We'll join our loved ones and crown Christ forever. Well, this is just what heaven means to me. Yeah.